talking to Vince Marino again after yesterday's fiasco attempt. The fake papers say no to Mel again, then no to me. The universe is against us, which makes sense. So we get another McFlurry and talk about how fat we are for a while. But it doesn't matter how long we talk about it, or how many times Mel assures me she's a fucking whale beneath her clothes. I know I'm fatter. Not by a little, either. Mel has an ass, I'll give her that but that's all I'll give her. If I win the fat argument, then Mel will say, so what, I'm way prettier than she is, but I think face-wise we're about the same. I haven't really grown into my nose yet, or discovered the arts of starving myself and tweezing, so I'll be honest with you. In this story, I don't look that good. Except for maybe my skin, which Mel claims she would kill for. Also my tits. Mel says they're huge, and she assures me it's a good thing. Maybe even too much of a good thing, she says. It's Mel who got me using the word tits. I have trouble calling them anything even in my thoughts. They embarrass me, and all the words for them embarrass me. But I'm trying, for Mel's sake, to name my assets. Even with my skin and tits, though, it's still Mel who looks better. She's got psoriasis and a mustache she has to bleach and still. It's definitely Mel who has any hope in hell with any of the boys we like. Which I guess is why she claims the men at the next table were looking at her first. I hadn't even noticed them. I was busy eating my Oreo McFlurry, hunting for the larger pieces of Oreo that sometimes get trapped at the bottom, which I hate. It's Mel who points the men out saying three o'clock to me without moving her lips or making much noise. I turn and see three businessmen sitting in the booth next to us, eating Big Macs. I assume they are businessmen, because they are wearing business suits, but they could just as easily be suit salesmen, or bank tellers. At any rate, they are men, their hands full of veins and hairs, each pair of hands gripping a bit into Big Mac. Mel says they are totally checking her out. I look at them again, and none of them seem to be looking at us. They don't even seem to be looking at each other. They're looking at their burgers, or into space. No, Mel says. They were looking at her tits. Mel is exceedingly proud of her tits. What she loves most is the mole on the top of her left breast. She wears wonder bras and low-cut tops to show it off. I want a boob guy. She always tells me, I wouldn't want a butt guy, because I hate my butt. Yeah, I say in sympathy. I hate it, she clarifies, but boys love it. They always give me compliments. Still, I wouldn't want a butt guy. He'd always want to do it from behind. Yeah, I say in sympathy again. We both agree we'd never want a leg guy. The reason the men are looking, according to Mel, is because she's been giving off sex vibes all day. I never know what she means by this. My best guess is something between an animal scent and a cosmic force. Mel always says it has to do with the universe. What happens is the universe feels her sex vibes and transmits them to like-minded men and women. She says these particular men can feel her sex vibes. That's why they're looking. She's giving off enough of them for both of us which is why they're looking at me, too. They're totally checking us both out, she says. They checked her out first, of course, but now they're checking us both out. I say, 
Really? And she says, totally. Doesn't that make you horny? I hate the word horny. It makes me think of sweat and snorting and wiry hairs. I guess, I say, though it really, really doesn't. The men aren't really attractive. I mean, they're fine, I guess. But they have these little blinky businessmen eyes, and one of them even has gray hair. They look like they are around my father's age. I hardly see my father since he left, but I know he has a lot of girlfriends. Mainly women he works with at the hotel where he's a manager. I find traces of them on my infrequent visits to his apartment. Feathery, complicated lingerie between his balled up black socks. A box of tampons under the sink. And then, in with his cologne bottles shaped like male torsos, I'll find a perfume that smells sickly sweet. One time, one of them left a message on the...